You're listening to SBS News. Grace Forrest has just become the first Australian woman to receive the Roosevelt Institute Freedom From Fear Award, which honours recipients each year demonstrating commitment to principles of freedom. As founding director of organisation Walk Free, Grace works tirelessly to research and fight modern slavery across the globe. For over a decade, Walk Free has studied the number of people living in modern slavery through their Global Slavery Index, seeking to deepen our understanding of the issue and prompting global efforts to address its causes. I spoke with Grace about how it felt to be the first Australian woman to receive the Four Freedoms Award and her vision for a future free from modern slavery. So, Grace, you've won the Roosevelt Institute Four Freedoms Award, and you're the first Australian woman to be selected for this honour. First of all, how does that feel and what kind of work led you to receive this award? Um, I'm extremely humbled to receive the Freedom From Fear Award. I think when I first got the letter, I actually couldn't believe it. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt was the mother of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. and I studied human rights and international relations at university. So um, it's pretty incredible that a legacy with such a deep history in human rights and international law has um, been watching the work of Walk Free. Um, and while, while I am obviously blown away that I'm the first Australian woman to receive this award. Um, I'd just say this award absolutely belongs to a team of people who have helped build Walk Free to what it is today, um, the large majority of whom are women. Um, this award itself is really about um, how we focus on fundamental human rights in all settings and the fact that they've chosen modern slavery within this context as a subject that needs to be put on the global agenda is, is really critical, Cat. because just last year we actually produced um, new research that found that 50 million people are living in modern slavery in the world today. Um, so bringing this subject matter to the forefront um, is a really fantastic opportunity for it to get the political, hopefully the political focus that it deserves. And I was just about to touch on that um, staggering statistic that you just mentioned. So the Global Slavery Index, which your organisation established um, it says, you know, 49.6 million people around the world are subject to modern slavery. For those of us who might not have as in-depth an understanding, would you describe for us what exactly modern slavery looks like? Absolutely. So modern slavery is an umbrella term that we use to describe a number of highly exploitative practices, including forced labour, forced marriage, debt bondage, human trafficking and state-imposed forced labour. And what all of these um, extreme exploitations have in common is one person being exploited by another or by a company for personal or financial gain where they cannot leave that situation. So we, um, I think in 2024, we're talking a lot about where our goods are coming from. And I think from the solar panels on our roofs to the cars that we're driving, to the phones in our pockets, to the food that we eat, to the coffee that we drink, Actually, so much of what we buy and use every day is connected to forced and child labour throughout the world. There are actually more people living in slavery today than any other time in human history. And it is a deeply gendered issue. So there are actually more women and girls living in slavery throughout the world today than there are people living in Australia. And just on that, 
What about Australia in terms of its role in modern slavery? Could you talk to me briefly about that? I think that there's a common misconception with um, issues like modern slavery that they're happening in a quote-unquote over-there setting. The truth is there is no over-there in a globalised world. So in Australia, we actually have, we estimate, some 40,000 people living in modern slavery on our shores. These people could be living in forced marriages, in situations of forced labour, in the agriculture sector connected to our supermarkets, working in nail parlours, and in situations of human trafficking. Um, We are estimating tens of thousands of people living in our so-called full and free country experiencing forced labour, experiencing forced marriage. And on top of that, Australia imports a $17 billion import risk every year of goods at high risk of being made with modern slavery. This includes seafood. This includes polysilica that is entering our solar panels from Xinjiang. This includes our electronics. So as I said, this is an issue that is actually touching everyday Australians' lives every single day. Um, And as Walk Free is an international human rights group focused on eradicating modern slavery. We are glad that Australia has some legislation to tackle this, but it's not nearly enough. Um, and we do want to see Australia set up, step up as part of the G20 countries to their responsibility to tackling modern slavery in our shores and in our global supply chains. And as you as you just said, Walk Free is focused on the eradication of modern slavery in all its forms. What inspired you to enter this kind of work? Was there something in your personal life that drove you? Um, yeah, actually, it was um, half a lifetime ago. Some 15 <laughs> years ago, I um, was working in Kathmandu, Nepal, volunteering, um, and actually met um, children who had experienced child sexual slavery, some as young as three years old. And that experience fundamentally shifted my perspective of the world as well as my place in it. And um, obviously I was at school then, so I chose to move to Nepal in my gap year and I lived and worked there under an amazing survivor leader um, who runs an organisation there. I worked there six days a week um, as a teacher, um, teaching children who'd been rescued from different forms of modern slavery. And essentially what I learned from being on the ground is that For every child you pull out of modern slavery, another one will go in. Slavery is sadly one of the most profitable organised crimes in the world, affecting tens of millions of people globally. Um, And this was something that um, we very much realised we needed a global movement to tackle um, from a grassroots perspective in partnership with people with lived experience who have the greatest solutions to the issues they face day in, day out but also to the highest halls of power in the United Nations, in our governments and certainly for transnational businesses. And just finally, what's your vision for the future and how can ordinary people try their best to minimise or prevent their role in perpetuating modern slavery? Look, our vision is that the world's most powerful countries, the G20, um, step up to the plate for the for the harm that they are causing, um, both in their own nations and throughout the world. Um, surprisingly, um, I think to some, the G20 are actually host to over 50% of the world's people living in modern slavery, as well as hundreds of billions of dollars of import risk every single year. Now, this is simply unacceptable when we look at supply chain vulnerability um, as a result of COVID-19, as an example, 
uh, we saw businesses and governments act fairly quickly to amend those issues and we need them to act with that same sense of urgency for people living in situations of extreme exploitation at the front of supply chains of goods that we buy and use every single day. And we also need these countries to step up and look at modern slavery as the intersectional issue that it is. Modern slavery connects deeply with situations of crisis, conflict and distress migration. Modern slavery is compounded by the climate crisis. Modern slavery will be further compounded by the green transition if we do not put urgent transparency and accountability across those supply chains. So we want to see those G20 countries step up to the table. We're hoping to do that much more so now we're a part of the Global Commission on Modern Slavery and Human Trafficking, chaired by former Prime Minister Theresa May. Um, And certainly for everyday people, for everyday Aussies, I don't think any of us want to buy something that harmed another human being in the process. And I think so many Australians as a result of COVID have looked to more local supply chains, how we can support our local farmers, how we can support Australian-made things. And I think we just need to understand that not even that can be 100% safe sometimes. So we need to ask questions. We need to buy locally where we can. And, you know, in our supermarkets, look for fair trade products. I'd say that of all the major supermarkets, actually Aldi has more fair, fair trade options than the others. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean things are more expensive in this cost of living crisis. It means putting people's human rights Um, as a part of our choices every day, where we can in small ways or big ways, from the coffee we buy in the morning to asking our local MPs what they're doing about this. Grace Forrest there, founding director of Walk Free, an organisation working to research and eradicate modern slavery around the world. Katrina Stirrett, SBS News.